Did you already push record? Uh, I believe it did. Let me double check. I didn't go back if it didn't. It's recording. Okay. I see the bars moving. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to our Quality Matters podcast. I'm your hostess, Darcy Chambers. I'm Kyle Chambers. And we're here with another guest. We always love to have guests on our podcast, Kevin Stangy. Yes. I said it right? Yes. Woo-hoo, the first it. time. Yes. Perfect. Um, he's been Perfect. in quality for 16 years. 16 plus years. He yeah. tells us. Um, and he came to be on our podcast because he made a post on LinkedIn yep. that Kyle saw, yep. was very interested in, and... I did my job as the boss lady and got him on the podcast. So here we are. me and I happily respond. Thank you. In today's global economy, quality matters. Benjamin Franklin once quipped, the bitterness of poor quality remains long after the sweetness of low price is forgotten. Quality Matters is here to talk about all things quality. So whether you're looking to improve your business, getting ready for an audit, or dealing with failed inspections, Tune in, check us out, then get back to doing work that matters. So I think we're going to talk about API and kind of what they're doing to small businesses. Yeah, I, um, you know, I've been involved with, like you know, you said, 16 plus years, I've, you know, I've been involved in quality. I actually have been, you know, around quality for a lot longer than that, you mm-hmm. know, when I was in, still in college, you mm-hmm. know. I, uh, I cut my teeth under a, a British gentleman who exposed me to ISO my first oh, really? time. Yeah. Oh, wow. And uh, it was a small chemical company. I learned a lot, but I really, I saw the acronym, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but I never really knew what it was. And yeah. then it really didn't click until I got out of college, you know, ISO, what is ISO, <laughs> you know? So, uh, you know, then you start, you know, seeing all these things and you're like, oh yeah, you know, ISO and, you know, I, I, I'm familiar with that, you know, and I'm going back to, okay, let me you know, McFly it right quick, you know, and get back to where I was. And, uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, no, I've, I've dealt with ISO, I've dealt with API, um, you know, and, you know, it's it's been an adventure, to say mm-hmm. the least. I bet, you know? I bet. Uh, implemented a lot of programs, met a lot of different people, been a lot of different places, mm-hmm. yeah. But, uh, you know, yeah, the, uh, the idea, you know, that I see with a quality management system is, you know, to not necessarily force instruction on a company, but, you know, it has to be interpreted properly, you know, mm-hmm. as a guideline mm-hmm. for how you're doing your business mm-hmm. because it's a, it's a globally recognized standard, mm-hmm. you know, ISO, API, both of them. So, you know, it's not telling you how to do your business. Right. It's just kind of like, hey, if you're going to have a business, try to operate within these specs. Yeah. Just have a plan and follow it. That's yeah. what I've learned. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's really it. That's really it. It's a, it's a, it's a road map, you know? Because yeah. if you're going to go somewhere, you got to know how to get there, right? Yeah. Like, you don't they don't particularly care what your plan is. Do something works for your business, but just follow the plan that you have. Yeah. So I guess the conversation is that APIs, standards are now or maybe always have been very word for word and do it like this and not giving much freedom and maybe they've always been stated like that but there's been freedom and there's new guys coming in what's going on yeah you know um you know what i've seen from iso and what i've seen from api is like a number of years ago that you know they were parallel same right. thing almost word for word you know well at that. one point the q1 directly incorporated word for word from 9000 it was yeah it was it yeah. was word for word yeah. and then you know <laughs> Uh, was the eighth edition was kind of the last year on that one, yeah, and then uh, they phased out 
from 2008, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we saw was, uh, and it was a lawsuit and everything involved in that, a lot of people, you know, involved in that. And what we saw was, uh, uh, you know, a complete separation. Mm-hmm. We went from a parallel system for two different systems to a trust-based system and a more, um, you know, heavily structured and more of a, a guiding or requiring system. Yeah. So yeah. saying ISO is more of the trust base yeah. and API is the one that's getting a little more strict. And I had yeah. that conversation yesterday in a training we did actually up in this area is, is it, it can be very frustrating for folks to some degree, especially when they're new to quality and they're taking a look at the ISO 9001 standard and it's like, oh, there's 10,000 ways I can do it. Can you just tell me which one to do? Yeah. Um, but once you've been in it for a little while, you, you know, you understand that the freedom there, but you know, what I was really, I guess, intrigued by is you had a post about some of that, what it was specifically with the design stamps. Yeah. Which are a little more prescriptive than the, the standards. In the, in the past, you know, APIs provided like a kind of like an umbrella of freedom for a lot of companies to come in and, you know, be part of API and function with API and, and have opportunity in the oil and gas, you know, community. Uh, and not just your big service companies right. that, mm-hmm. that tout these things, but the small mom and pop shops. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody needs a chance, right? This, it's yeah. you know, it's a it's a a, a capitalist kind of program yeah, there. Correct. So uh, you don't want to, you know, definitely API is never what I've seen is never tried to exclude a lot of these these companies. Mm-hmm. Um, but here recently, you know, it's like you know they're taking everything, you know, literally and almost changing it up to fit you know um i don't know to more to more you know to more exclude you know these smaller companies there's 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 a company you know and i know a bunch of them that they they're wanting to get into the business or they are in the business they have their engineering and design capabilities Mm -hmm. you know uh they just haven't made the the financial investment for machinery or capabilities you know so what do they do yeah, they outsource yeah. it. Yeah, and what's the do. premise behind ISO? What's the premise behind API? It's supplier yeah. management. Uh-huh. Right? Mm-hmm. What's exactly. wrong with that? You know, there's 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 tons of machine shops out there that have the capability to do whatever and they need. And they can need. do it better than you could. Oh, yeah. With a okay, large so investment. I think you oh, were, yeah. Kyle, saying something about So is API now not letting them outsource? Well, it's, it's, it's kind of a fine line. And, you know, they're really not even giving me clarity on that because... In the past, you could, as long as you did like three things, you know, in accordance with your certification is what you, you design, you know, mm-hmm. you have to design, but you know, you, uh, you inspect, mm-hmm. you know, is a mm-hmm. major activity, uh, you assemble and you test, Yeah. you mm-hmm. know, um, a requirement as actually having to machine something, you know, it's kind of like, okay, well, I don't have you know, that capability, right? you know, but I'm sending it out. I just, well, so the requirement to machine something has always been there, but you've had the freedom to outsource it. And now they're kind of cracking down and saying you've got to do it in house. I think it's more than cracking down. They're putting a foot on you, you know, because what's happened is uh, like, I have a a customer that I've been working with for a number of years and they're a manufacturing company. Mm -hmm. You know, they make their own, you know, uh, equipment, right? But they haven't invested in the internal capabilities to mm-hmm. machine in-house under that roof. Why? Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't it doesn't benefit them. 
Especially no. when a umbrella organization like them, mm-hmm. you know, has a sister partner company oh, yeah. that is a precision machine shop. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, that does, you know, a lot of work for major companies like GM or mm-hmm. Harley Davidson or, you know, whoever. Okay. You know. So this precision machine shop kind of does higher controls, better turnaround, more experienced people, everything. They they go to the next level. Yep. They they don't just machine, they verify CMMs, yep. you know, it's 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 Degree of accuracy is so much, you know, more, uh, so much greater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what I've seen is that uh, they they've been outsourcing, and you know, this this company is not based in Texas. First off, they're they're a little north, you know, and what I see is a lot of those northern companies up there. You know, the, the climate is different up there than it is down here. Yeah. So these these people are very concentrated on their work and they're very dedicated to their work and this group man I've worked with them for a long time they're very dedicated to their jobs and they come out with some excellent products by the way I mean you can go out to any well pad out there where they're doing some workover stuff or mm-hmm. you know some fracking in like Midland or, or New Mexico or you know uh, Wyoming for that matter um, I think even overseas is now they've hit that market mm-hmm. and uh, you see their stuff but uh, Anyways, they, uh, you know, they have it machined internally. So, you know, they went through an API audit, mm-hmm. um, and API came back in and said, uh, "Well, you know, you've, you, you guys did good. You know, right. your your documentation's good. You know, you did good in the audit, but these products right here, we're going to consider one-off manufactured pieces." And what does that mean? It's oh. not really clear. I mean, they okay. haven't been clear at all. But basically, what I get from them is that because it's a, they're considering like a not complex, like are you familiar with that, like API six A equipment or sixteen A, sixteen C equipment yep. stuff like that, you know? And it, and it's even like seven one seven two stuff, seventeen D, you know? But it's just like say one fixture right. that is made out of one piece of raw material, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know they can fixture it up, mm-hmm. cut it, turn it, mill it, whatever. They don't have to inlay anything. That's kind of their idea for one piece manufactured. That's, you know, that's so that's just silly. I mean, I don't know it if is. it works. It is. But it's it's very you know because they have a design standard for that. Exactly, <laughs> and they have supplier management just for that. Yes. You know. That's so um, silly. And, and they're not so even... I don't understand. Y'all are all laughing about this. I don't understand the significance of a one-off or making this so simple. What does that mean for the company? I asked the same question. You know, okay. and they really, you know, well, it's because, you know, there's not, it's not complex or it's all one piece machined. And if you don't have the capability to machine that one piece in house or that non-complex piece of equipment, mm-hmm. then you really can't consider yourself. 6A or 16A or 16C. So will they not be given the API certification because of those pieces? They they literally, you know, went through everything and maintained everything very well and had good stuff. And, you Mm -hmm. know, they had very good inspection practices and manufacturing practices. And then, you know, during the audit API, the review period, API Mm -hmm. came back in and said, oh, by the way, um, you know, we consider this to be a one piece manufactured item. And, um, you know, you guys, since y'all aren't machining it in-house, you know, we're not wow. going to give you your certification. 
Wow. And they, but they, they, they've had certification. They've had Q1. You know, they very yeah. much demonstrated. They On have, the same items. Oh, yes, yes. You know, that API has been in there before on multiple mm -hmm. occasions. Audited them, reviewed their facility, reviewed their mm -hmm. design files. Very good design files, mm -hmm. you know. No, I won't lie. There's a, there's a huge benefit to being able to do things in-house. You know, my old company, we, we dealt with heat treating all the time, right? And so, you know, there's some benefits sending it to some heat treat um outfits there's some really fantastic ones out there but you know you can really trim back that turn time and you know if you've got like a really awesome engineer on it you can maintain control of quality but you're talking about millions and millions and years of investment to bring those operations in-house oh yeah that is such a barrier for mm -hmm. anyone new to ever enter yeah well it's kind of like api now coming in and saying because you don't have this stuff you can't be with us or you wow. can't even consider yourself but it's a what you're talking about is something that doesn't even require all of that. No, and uh, you know it's it it's, it doesn't. I mean, and it's 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 hard to for me to understand that they can have one product mm -hmm. that another product that they don't machine in house, right? right. Mm -hmm. uh, that is kind of considered not one off, and it's outsourced. No, you know. But so what caused this? Obviously, it's a shift. Yeah. So, what do you have any bearings on what caused the shift in the in the? I honestly, I think it's a, it's a huge lack and change in personnel. I mean, I've seen this huge drift of people from API out of API. Okay. And then I've seen this whole new influx of API into API. You know, it's just like so folks wow. that maybe have no experience or business auditing, lack of interpretation. You know, real world experience, understanding of the products. You know, stuff like that. You know, I think you yeah. know. In the past, you've had all these really smart guys in there, and there's still a few kind of sprinkled right. throughout there. But some of these other guys that have been in there, uh, you know, I think recently kind of passed on, or you know, they've gone into other things, and mm -hmm. they may still do things with API, but then now they don't really have that um, oversight, mm -hmm. and they don't have that discussion, yeah, and they don't have that interpretation aspect in API anymore right. that really makes it acceptable. Right. to be part of API and it's almost an exclusion and that's pretty sad you yeah. know because you're you're, you're going to cost a lot of people a lot of opportunity yeah well Kyle yeah. and I were talking on the way over here and I was asking why would API do that because they're just losing I don't think money they realize it. but that's what it sounds like they yeah. don't realize that these wow. new auditors are coming in and just being so literal yeah. with the standard yeah. and taking away companies freedoms you've got a better beat on this end of the industry than I do like what would have caused all of the the, uh, the old auditors to, to start flying out? I, I really, I have my speculation, but I really won't go into a whole lot of that. But, you know, within any organization, whether it's a government or, you know, private, you right. know, industry specific, doesn't matter. There's a whole lot of political mm -hmm. struggle and stuff like that. And I think maybe some of that played into gotcha. it. And I think there was also some uh, some struggle with growth. Because I, I do know that uh, well, it makes I sense. I mean, the industry has just exploded over yeah. the last few years, and and I think API has really limited themselves in what they're doing. Because you know, a lot of their independent auditors, are, they they're they're not even really API auditors. They're right. they're consultant auditors, mm -hmm. uh, which is another thing too that really blows my mind. Because <laughs> I see all these these great people that are just good, very smart. They're good with interpretation. You know, they don't get into an audit in there with you and then like point mm -hmm. at you and then ridicule you or break you down because you're not doing something. Mm 
Right. You know, these are the type of people that will look at a situation and say, you know what, you're not quite doing it how I would interpret that, but let's look at how you are doing it, right. you know, right, and then let's maybe improve upon that right. to get you more right with exactly. this thing. Right. Those people are kind of falling away. You know? So they more have the gotcha guys now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, there's some there's there's now don't get me wrong, there was some riffraffs in the past that you would see kind of throughout that really, you know, but I don't a lot know. more common now, yeah, exactly. You know, that, that, makes, that makes a lot of sense. It, I mean, I'm thinking of a company recently that we worked with that had an API monogram and then got re audited, and same thing, they lot and they just didn't understand. They were like, last year, I think they oh, yeah. didn't even meant the previous auditor didn't even mention any of this stuff. No, it, was it was just like such brand a struggle. New problems that made no sense came up, yeah. And I'm kind of sitting here a little dumbfounded. And they were, it what it's not anything that I don't think they couldn't have overcome, but it's stuff that they have never been questioned on before. Mm-hmm. And it was so odd, it was just such odd, silly questions that the auditor was asking. Oh man, and I, I got just couldn't even right get my there. head around it. <laughs> I, I seriously, I, I was taken back 100%, you know, because, <laughs> you know, I, this company, you know, I'm, you know, I've been involved with them for a number of years, you know, since I, I think it go back to 2014 with this one particular mm-hmm. group. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was operating from a corporate level sure. with them mm-hmm. and providing guidance. And, you know, I trained up their original quality manager and I've been working with their current quality manager, kind of bringing them up and anytime they need something, I'm sure, you know, what do you got, you know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I was involved in this audit from a corporate level, just mm-hmm. kind of providing, you know, oversight because I had a guy here just kind of new to the position, right. kind of insecure, yeah. you know, maybe yeah. a little bit, never been through it, just you know, have his back when he needs it. Oh, he, right. he thinks, he thinks he's going to be, he's going to be held up at gunpoint or something. <laughs> like this auditor. It's like, you know, I was like, no man, it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. don't, don't, yeah. don't worry yeah. about it. That's so, the first audit. <laughs> you know, and it, yeah, it definitely, you know, and sometimes it's saggy. You just have to give it some time. But uh, I'm participating in this audit. And of course, you know, from a corporate level, I did the internal audit. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, for them, because I'm not managing the system. Yep. Right. I, I provide guidance. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, this, it, was a, it was a it was a 6A audit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've been involved with 6A for, well, I don't know, man, going back to like 2010. Okay. 11 mm-hmm. and uh, so you know I, I, I think I feel confident I've had a number mm-hmm. of years as a matter of fact I got a couple of customers right now uh, that are API you know pursuing 6A 16A right. and 16C certification mm-hmm. so I'm going through and she starts going through the internal audit and, you know no problems and then just the last question was I need to see your credentials so I'm giving him my auditor mm-hmm. certs and stuff like that or he's he's providing right you know, what he had on file for me. And then, well, where's your certificate for uh, your 6A certification? And I said, uh, well, they're, 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 I don't have an individual mm-hmm. certificate for 6A certification. I have Q1 certification for right. doing an internal audit. Right. And I have a number of years experience with 6A, but yeah. uh, I mean, you know, that's, you know, that's my, right. you know. And, and that's what just about anyone is gonna have. 
Yeah. At best. Well, there's there's no there's no specific six no. A auditing certification for no. API. No, mm-hmm. you would have to have experience as previously yeah. been an API auditor. And you know, I didn't want to argue. I didn't want to create a problem. I'm right. You know, so I just kind of like, you know, I'll get you like a letter or something from somebody, uh-huh. or we'll get some emails. Looked at my LinkedIn. I'll give you my resume. You know, <laughs> kind of look at that. You know, and they were like, oh well, if you can get a letter, that's fine. And you know, but it goes back to this thing, Gosh. you know, that we were talking about, where you know. Uh, you know, it's it's a lack of understanding and interpretation. They just don't know. Yeah, yeah. they don't know. The new auditors just no. don't yeah. know. You know, I've had a you know a somewhat um, somewhat similar something because we deal mostly with a different ISO search. So I've had the same thing with uh, you know different ISO search, especially like when forty five thousand one first came out. Oh my god! And they're God. like, well, we need to see a certificate for that, and I'm like. There's probably ten people in the world. Right I got now still that people. I still have people throwing out fourteen thousand one, eighteen thousand one. You know, and now it's like, <laughs> okay, no, that's actually changed a little bit. You know? So even ISO has its drawbacks from communication yeah. of changes. But it's just the same they, problems. It is all over the industry. Yeah, yeah. that's just. Uh, but that, that makes sense. So if these are new and green auditors, that you know, these are these are the kind of type things they're they're, they're going to do, especially if they have, like you said real world experience they've not actually lived makes it a huge difference it. yeah because what folks don't realize is that auditor that's certifying you he doesn't do that generally five days a week that's yeah. like two or three times a month maybe yeah maybe well, and he's got no job outside of it and you know to make it more relatable because i've said several times on this podcast my background is education and same thing you're in the classroom which is one teaching. of the most underrated undervalued <laughs> industries and I, my, my wife is a teacher yeah okay you know yeah. and i tell her that it's, <laughs> it's the same thing you've got people yeah. in admin and politics making all these laws and rules for what you're going to do in the classroom yeah. that aren't there or haven't been there or haven't no. been there in years and you just don't know but you don't know we got to wrap it up yeah. So thanks for yeah. joining us. We no, appreciate I appreciate it definitely. Appreciate you know, look forward to any other times that you guys you know want to get together and, and oh, yeah. discuss. No, th- this is. Uh, I think we've I opened say. up Pandora's box, and I'd I'd like well, to keep. We, opening we've it opened up, it yeah. up with ISO yeah. and Chris Paris, yep. so now we we'll do it with we'll the API. Have to, have to get you back on. <laughs> yeah, get certainly. A different topic. Bring you because this is a, this is a lot of fun. Yeah, all right. Yeah, fun. definitely. All right. It creates awareness too. Thank you. Yeah.